Good day, everybody, and what's up? Welcome to the Dr. Nick Show. And of course, I'm Dr. Nick. Welcome to show number three. And in, in this show, I really like to talk about the mental and emotional aspects and issues that are caused by prostate cancer. And um, as you guys already know and probably read and, and seen, there are tons and tons of articles written about the direct problems that are associated with prostate cancer and prostate cancer treatment. And here, I'm pretty much talking about things like uh, like urinary incontinence, bowel problems, and, and issues with sexual performance. So, but in this article and in and, and this podcast, I really would like to switch it up just a little bit and talk about the emotional and psychological side effects that are related to prostate cancer and sexual health. Okay, so this is going to be a pretty deep, um, deep podcast today. So you ready? Here we go. So let's start with the basic framework or foundation and saying that um, with prostate cancer, erectile dysfunction is the most common side effect that is related to prostate cancer and prostate cancer treatments where depending on which study or which science you, you, you read recently, which study you've read recently rather, between 60% or 93% of the men who were studied report saying that they are suffering from erectile dysfunction. And out of all the other side effects that, that are out there, the men say that erectile dysfunction is the most dis- distressing and depressing side effects with even more depressing than urinary incontinence and the loss of self-esteem. Okay, so just get so let's start there. But even though if you notice, that's still somewhat more of a physical aspect of an of an issue that is related to prostate cancer. So let's change it up a little bit and look at some of the psychosexual changes that are related to sexual health with prostate cancer. So just to make sure that we're all headed in the same direction and we're all thinking the same way about this concept, let's talk about masculinity and erectile dysfunction. Because in this society, manhood and masculinity are tied together. And they're really tied together through our sexual conquest and our, and our sexual performance and our self-esteem. And the sad part is when our sexuality um, which is ex- which is boosted through our masculinity and manhood. When our sexuality is actually taken away because of an illness or medical treatments, what is a man to do? That's the problem right there. So you can cut, so now you kind of see where, where I'm going with this. And that loss can have a profound impact or effect on the emotional and, psych- and psychological well-being and, and mental and mental state of many in many men rather, far beyond the physical act of sex itself. So now you, now you kind of see where I'm going with that. And in a couple of studies I came across, they had focus groups where men were sitting around talking, talking about this issue right here, when their sexuality was taken away. And one man said, I'm just going to read this quote to you. He said, quote, I think probably probably for a good bit of your life, you're either defined by your feelings about sexuality or it gets defined by, by you, by the popular culture. 
And you know what I'm saying. I mean, something might happen. Someone might say, hey, I'm interested in you. And you couldn't pull it off, you know. And I think, you know, it's it's this is our manhood we're talking about, you know. And it can be pretty hard to deal with. But when, but I think that it's been a big thing for me. And I think it's probably other people who, who have experienced it. So in other words, this guy is sitting around talking talking about his feelings because he can't he can't perform sexually anymore, but he still wants to. He's talking about the, the negative feelings and the negative impact it's, it's actually having on his his manhood and his masculinity. So that's that's pretty that's very telling right there. So that so his his statement pretty much captured his his mental mind state right now at that at that second and for me i say because of the prostate cancer yes there will be changes to your sexuality and to your sexual health but it doesn't have to end and to continue this conversation now i really want to get in to the emotional and psychological changes that are really related to and back to prostate cancer so right here, I really wanted to, I really want to get into the psychosexual aspects of men who are dealing with prostate cancer and their general quality of life. And um, in the study, they really, they, they, they looked at men who had their prostate taken out or men who were um, undergoing treatments for radioactive seed implants as a way to help to kill the cancer cells. And what they did, and rather what they found was, they found that there were four main areas that were really affected by prostate cancer and, and the subsequent erectile dysfunction. But they also noticed that there were other issues that these men were also suffering through and suffering, trying to make their way through. And there are four, so I'm gonna mention them right now, then I'm gonna go back and kind of get into them deeper. And they are sexual performance, relationships with women, sexual imaginings, and their masculinity. So right off the bat, let's talk about their sexual, sexual performance. And some of the words that these men used are very telling. In con so in contrast to how their sexual health was in the past, now they are actually feeling anxiety about satisfying a partner, they're actually, they're, they are hesitating with starting physical intimacy, and now they actually feel that sex is awkward and unnatural. And just think about that for a second. So a few years ago, they were actually having a great time. Just, there was no, no, no anxiety at all. There was no holding back. They were just doing whatever they wanted to do. And now because of the prostate cancer and the prostate cancer treatments, they're now feeling anxious about sex, they're actually holding back starting sexual activity, and they actually feel that sex is awkward and unnatural. So keep that in mind. Number two, relationships with women. They said that these, these men were aware of an awareness of loss for protectual sexual intimacy. They noticed the absence of a sexual element in everyday interactions with women. And they also noticed a shift in how they were interacting with women. And that's kind of, that's, for me, I see that's more of a society thing where men could like get away with certain things before. And because of just how they 
felt that's how their manhood said that they should be. So they were probably saying some, or just looking at women as purely sex, sexual objects, like, well, they can't say. But they noticed that they're that there's a loss. They don't actually feel that way anymore. They're they're aware that there is a loss of potential for sexual intimacy. That's that's gone. But they are thinking about it and they are noticing it. And they also noticed an absence of a sexual element in their everyday interactions with women. That's also very telling right there. Maybe not in a good way, but it's still that's still keep that in mind. Number three sexual imaginings and these now these men are aware of a dis, of a distressing lack of physical or an emotional response to attractive women and they they also notice that they are that there's a lack of fantasizing about women so maybe in their so going back to the second one maybe in their everyday interactions with women they would probably see some see someone who they thought that was hot or, you know, and they would get turned on and they would get maybe an erection or something like that. But they notice that that's gone. And they also notice that they, they are not fantasizing sexually about women the way that they used to in the past. So so that prostate cancer treatment and, the, and, what, and what they're going through mentally and emotionally now is really having a major toll, is taking a major toll on them mentally. I'm not sure if I said that right, but I hope I did. And, and fourth, talking about th their masculinity, and this is really telling, because when I came across this, I made sure to make a note of it. And they said, I'm, I'm just going to read it. Um, they said that the sense of oneself as a man is now diminished, and a loss of sexual functioning means a loss of a defining feature of their manhood. And all that goes back to what I said about how their manhood and masculinity are tied together. Because now, since that, since that one aspect, or since that major aspect of their life, their sexuality and sexual health, has been taken away due to prostate cancer and a prostate cancer treatment, these men no longer feel like men anymore because they cannot perform sexually. Now let that sit there and just marinate for a second because that is very telling and it's very sad. So because my whole thing, just to kind of try to try to turn the page here, is that I'm kind of hoping that you can kind of reteach and relearn sexuality because even even though that your sexuality and sexual health has was quote unquote taken away because of the prostate cancer, I say that. That's not true. You can bring it back. It may be different than what it was in the past, but it doesn't have to go away. And in the, and in the end, it may help with, it, with your sense of manhood and masculinity by, able, by being able to have sex, quote unquote, with a partner. Maybe it's, and most likely it will be different than something that you're used to in the past. But I think that's probably the best way to go, you know, as we, as we continue this journey. And as I start to close out this podcast, I just want you to sit and think for a second about how these men who are going through prostate cancer and or dealing with the prostate cancer treatments are actually taking a, they're getting like a, it's a triple hit. They're getting the physical hit where they get e erectile dysfunction and they can't 
perform sexually anymore. And they're also dealing with the emotional and the psychological doubts that come along that, and that, that were actually caused by the prostate cancer and the prostate cancer treatments. And just to take a step back, think about some of the words that these men used when describing their, their mental state and that's, that is related to their sexuality and sexual health. Because actually, some of these men agreed that sex felt unnatural and awkward and that they were hesitating, even trying to start to have sex with, a part, with their lover or their partner. So it's like that one major section or, uh, of their livelihood stopped. Or sorry, the, the one, that, that one major section of their life has almost completely stopped for them in the same way that it used to be in the, in the past. So for me, I, want to, I like to end on something positive, and I just want to put this out there for um, the, the doctors who are listening to this. I hope there are a few. Or if not, if you're going through this, you can also mention this to your doctor. And I want to say this, because, yes, the doctors are really good. They've come a long way in dealing with prostate cancer and, making, and, and helping men make their way through it. You know, the survival rates are actually going up, which, which are great. And I, li I would like to add to, to that is that I, I also believe that there should be a sexual therapist as a part of the prostate cancer treatment team. So, yes, you're, so the doctors, so the MDs are in there saving their lives, and I'm more interested in the patient's quality of life after treatment, after surgery. And what would a sex life look that look like rather? Because I'm thinking that someone has to get in there and help them to understand that yes, they are still sexual beings, but it's gonna be different or it may be different than what you're used to in the past. Because I really believe that's that's the key to a better quality of life for these men. You know, because they have to deal with the deal with the mental aspects. And, and which, where I think the therapist could help, help them ma manage their way through their new manhood and their new masculinity because they have to redefine it, which is also related to their sexuality and their sexual health, as I just put out there. So, yes, I do believe that these men should and want to be sexually active, depending on type of prostate cancer they had and the treatments that they made it, you know, that they were dealing with. But yeah, there's something, so there really should be a sexual therapist as a part of their prostate cancer treatment team. So on that note, that was pretty much episode number three. That was pretty much called the, it was called the psychosexual aspects of sexual health for men who are dealing with prostate cancer. You know, and that's a mouthful, so that's a hell of a title. But I probably won't use that one. But anyhow, thank you guys for listening. Stay tuned, and I will talk to you soon. Take care, everybody. All right, bye-bye.